Thank you for joining us as we journey through the 23rd Psalm, a series of reflections revealing God as our shepherd. Today is day 20 on our journey, and we have Taylor Leal guiding us through our reflections together. Our hope and prayer is that you experience Jesus in a new, real, and life-changing way. All right, this is day 20. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Psalm 23, 6. In addition to experiencing God's goodness, David was certain that God's mercy would follow him all the days of his life. The English word mercy is typically understood as kindness and forbearance shown toward an offender and is grounded in compassion. To receive mercy is an extraordinary experience, and to give mercy is one of the greatest expressions of love. Our hearts are moved when we encounter mercy in our lives or in the stories we read or watch. There are several different Hebrew words in the Old Testament which are translated as mercy. The one used in Psalm 23 is found only four times in the Old Testament and has perhaps the most expansive meaning. It is alternately translated as kindness, favor, and loving kindness. It conveys God's response to our failures and brokenness. In situations which warrant judgment and punishment, astonishingly, we instead discover the mercy of God. When David wrote these words, he was years away from his greatest failure something for which he is perhaps better known than his defeat of Goliath or any other mighty feat as king of Israel. His sin of adultery with Bathsheba and then the killing of her husband stands out as David's colossal failure. But in the midst of this terrible failure, we are introduced to the expansive nature of God's mercy. After being confronted about his sin by the prophet Nathan, David repents in brokenness and cries out to God for mercy. Psalm 51 records David's cry for mercy and his affirmation of the nature of God. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions, wash away all my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. Psalm 51, 1 and 2. In this marvelous psalm, we find a roadmap to mercy, forgiveness, and restoration. Confident in God's mercy, even when we are at our worst, We begin with confession, we receive forgiveness, and we experience restoration as God changes our hearts. Repentance. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only, have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. You are right in your verdict and justified when you judge. Psalm 51, 3 and 4. Forgiveness. Cleanse me with hyssop. I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquity. Psalm 51, 7 and 9. Restoration. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Psalm 51, 10 through 12. There was a time when I was puzzled about David's sin against Bathsheba and Uriah, and these words found in Acts 13, 22. I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will do everything I want him to do. How could this man, in light of his great moral failure, be regarded as man after God's heart? I believe I discovered an answer to this question in Psalm 51. You do not delight in sacrifice, or I would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. 
My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart you, God, will not despise. Psalm 51, 16 through 17. David possessed a contrite heart, and that is what God looks for when he comes with mercy. The mercy of God is available to all. The only thing that can block it is our stubborn refusal to admit when we have failed, to confess and repent. When we are contrite, the floodgates of mercy pour from God's heart and bring us healing. The primary word translated as mercy in the New Testament is often defined as not getting what we deserve. According to the law of Moses, David deserved death on two counts, adultery and murder. Instead, David is forgiven. Consider these beloved and often quoted words of David found in Psalm 103. This is the mercy of God and David was well acquainted with it. God does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Psalm 51, 10 through 12. God's heart of mercy is ultimately defined in the gift of his son, Jesus. Jesus is living mercy. The declaration that God has come among us to bring grace, mercy, and forgiveness. Jesus said to the adulterous woman brought to be stoned, has no one condemned you? No one, sir, she said. Then neither do I condemn you, Jesus declared. Go now and leave your life of sin. John 8:10-11. This is mercy. If at some future point we look back and take inventory of our lives, we will see plenty of failure. But right there with it, every step of the way, like David, we will see the mercy of God, which has followed us all of our days. Can you look at your past and welcome God's mercy into your failures? Often we are the ones who continue to judge while God is offering us mercy, forgiveness, and new beginnings. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Lamentations 3, 22 through 23. We are in need of God's mercy every day, and He is faithful to extend it to us every day. One of the most profound yet simple declarations of God's mercy poured out on us through Jesus is found in Romans. If you are struggling with guilt and regret over sin, follow David's example. Talk to God about it with a contrite heart and receive God's mercy, embracing this wonderful news. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Romans 8.1 Thanks so much for listening. We hope you have experienced Jesus in a new, real, and life-changing way. If you would like to watch one of our services, join a group, or explore ways to serve, please visit kensingtonchurch.org. The Psalm 23 devotional was written by Craig Mays and read by various members of the Kensington Church staff. We have physical copies at all of our locations, as well as a digital and audio versions at kensingtonchurch.org slash psalm23.